Fake conditionality, it's something that can really keep you stuck if you're not careful. Even for me, you know, getting a page up on my website with a description of the Joyful and Impactful Introvert System, my new coaching program, it's high on my wish list, right? But I know that it's not the biggest thing that will move me forward right now. Talking with people about it and letting them experience what this system can do for them, that is... Welcome to the Productive Introvert Community Podcast, helping ambitious introverts who feel deep down that they can add more value to the world to really thrive in their work. I'm Mariela Franker, and I'll be sharing what I'm learning as an introverted entrepreneur, a natural productivity coach, and a mom while I build my business online and take care of my family and myself. In this podcast, you'll learn the mindset and the practical steps to naturally increase the impact of your work while making space for your unique strengths as an introvert. Hi, it's Mariella. I'm in the middle of a restructuring and a change in direction. It's a slight change, but one that does influence a lot of things. So when you're restructuring or when you have a lot of things going on at the same time, You have to be really, really picky about what you spend your time on each day, right? Really going for those most important things and kind of carefully weighing, like what's the most important next step um, to do? And I really believe it's important to do that even before you touch any work because oftentimes it's the lack of clarity that keeps us stuck more so than actually doing work. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they're trying to decide what to do with their time each day is what I call creating fake conditionality. What is fake conditionality and how does it keep us stuck? Fake conditionality is when you tell yourself that you need to do this, this one thing first before you can do the other thing which is actually the thing that you want to do. But when you look a bit closer, you'll see that those two things are actually separate actions. They're not dependent on each other. But what we do, we often um, come up with this cascade of things. Like, oh, I really want to do this thing, but before I can do that, I actually should do this first. Oh, but no, I need to create some images or something before I can do that thing. And then you have all these, this entire like chain of actions that you need to take even before you get to the thing that you actually want to do. And it becomes so big that it paralyzes you. So yes, of course, every action that you take can influence other actions. You know, they're not separate in that sense, but they're rarely dependent on one another when it comes to day-to-day activities. I think about definitely 80% of the situations when I see people do this, there's really no dependency at all. So let me give you an example. Imagine that you wanna start a new business or you're creating a new offer or changing your direction like I am right now, right? Usually in a situation like that, you probably want what we all want, clients. (laughs) Let's just get straight to (laughs) to the core of it. We want clients because we want to know, are there people out there who are willing to pay us for what we do? That's the proof of principle for any business, right? Or any business idea. 
So on some level, we all know that, okay, we need to start talking about what it is that we do, we share this new direction. Um, but wait, if I start telling people about it, they'll probably ask me if I have a website. I should work on that first. Stop. <laughs> That's the moment to stop and to take a step back. Like literally take a step back if you need to, need to feel it in your body. And look at the bigger picture. Is your goal to create a website right now? Or is your goal to connect with potential clients? Because those are two very different things. Yes, some people, when you tell them about your new direction or your new uh, business idea, they might ask for a website. But you can also simply tell them that you don't have one yet and invite them to connect on LinkedIn instead, if that's where you're active or Facebook or Instagram, wherever it is that you like to spend your time, or even just give them your email address and say, hey, I'm still working through this idea. Can I follow up with you in two or three months um, to tell you how it's going? A lot of the time people are really okay with that. <laughs> and it just helps you kind of plant those seeds, you know? Because it does take some time to build something up. It does take time for people to understand what it is that you're doing and to, to start having that, um, that trust to start then inquiring about your service. I know for me personally, it, it can take up to a year for someone to feel ready to take that step. Especially the style of coaching that I do, it does require a lot of trust and that takes time to build. Um, and it's always something that we, we also look at at the initial uh, call to see, you know, just to get a feel of each other. And do we have that, that initial sense of trust that we can move forward? And sometimes the answer is no. And in that case, that's perfectly fine. And it's best to just say, this is not going to be a, a good partnership. And I try to refer those people out to someone else. Planting those seeds isn't just helpful for the other person and the potential clients that you're trying to, to reach. It's also very helpful for yourself. You see, when you're first starting an, an idea, especially for introverts, right? Because we need space and time to, to internally reflect on things. The first time that you come up with an idea, you may not even really have the words to describe it yet. Um, for some people, it's more of a, just a question that pops up. Um, for other people, it's, it's kind of like a feeling. And as you start talking about it and getting feedback from people, that's when it starts growing and moving and shifting. Um, so there are, different, there are different working styles, and this depends on your, your unique working style, what works best for you. In my example, I can give you an example of myself. My process is very iterative. So every time I feel like I'm, I'm getting stuck somewhere, it's important to kind of get more data. And talking with people and hearing how they describe their problems or the things that they find hard at the moment, the things that they really enjoy, the words that they use, that is data uh, in, a, in a very real sense that helps you to kind of get the context that you need around the idea that you're forming. So this fake conditionality, it's something that can really keep you stuck if you're not careful. In that example of the website, 
even for me, you know, getting a page up on my website with a description of the Joyful and Impactful Introvert System, my new coaching program, it's high on my wish list, right? Um, and I have some notes here and there about it. And sometimes I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of want to sit down and get this on paper. But I know that it's not the biggest thing that will move me forward right now. Talking with people about it and letting them experience what this system can do for them. That is. So yes, that web page will come. But it's not going to come right now because it's not the most important thing uh, for me to, to put my time and energy in right now. Time and energy is limited. And it's important to be very respectful of it and how you spend it. It's so many things are, are going on around here at the moment. Just like literally five minutes ago, it was a screaming mess in my house. Our son, I don't really know what happened. Um, sometimes you wake up and it's just it's wrong. And in the toddler phase, that happens quite a lot because the emotions are so big. Um, so... I had to kind of peel myself off of there to, to come and record this. And my, my husband, thankfully, is, uh, is with him and, and uh, caring for him right now, trying to get to work himself. And here are some of the things, really exciting things that have happened and that are still to come in the next year, I predict. Um, so the first thing is I became the first certified natural advantage coach last year. I am so happy about that. Um, I believe so much in this system. Um, it has changed my life so much. Um, and I see it changing the lives of my clients every day. So using Natural Advantage as a basis, I'm now developing my own system called the Joyful and Impactful Introvert System. I'll probably talk about it a lot. Because uh, honestly, this podcast is kind of a way for me to to reflect on it and to formulate my thoughts about it. Um, you know, we do that a lot in our heads, especially introverts. And um, I'm kind of using and abusing this podcast to, to kind of do that together with you. So the this program is already available and is already doing its thing, but it will continue to grow over time as as all things do, especially in business. In a few months, a few weeks, and definitely a couple of years down the line, it will change probably a lot. Even a one-to-one -one coaching program, it will likely grow to include like other options besides only Zoom calls, for example. We're still at idea phase uh, around that, but I've gotten a bunch of valuable feedback uh, about it already. So give yourself permission to, to just explore it in a way that you can actually um, see it in front of you if you know what I mean. So um, moving forward, I'm focusing my new coaching program, the, the Joyful and Impactful Introvert System. I'm going to focus that around habit building, particularly how you can build habits in your work and around health without forcing yourself um, into a structure, per se, that, that sometimes we feel it can stifle our creativity or feeling like you need to be really, really disciplined to implement. So connecting with that, I've let go of some of my offerings um, and some of my uh, channels, basically. When I first started, I was active on Facebook, 
um, and I hosted a Facebook group for about a year. I've let that go and um, I've let go of a lot of social media in the process. I think you, well, you will find me a little bit on LinkedIn and I have profiles on the other places, but I'm not a huge social media person. And the podcast is really the place where I feel most um, happy to share. Uh, and of course, my mailing list, which is, has been the longest running thing uh, for me since I started my business. And, and that's where I usually gravitate towards um, sharing things. And on a personal side, a big thing that's happening is our three-year-old going on 13, by the way. He decided that he wanted a buzz cut like his dad. And if you don't know what a buzz cut is, it's like really close shaven to the head, kind of like that military cut. And my husband, he usually has a buzz cut. He just, we're both pretty lazy with our hair. So he finds it quite easy. And every now and again, he'll, he'll mix it up and grow it out a little bit longer. But generally speaking, that's, that's the, the hairstyle that he has. So our son decided he wanted the same cut as his dad and um, he'll be going to school in two months. So I feel like I'm not sure I'm ready for all this growing up. Um, but yeah, so, so much happening on uh, business and home. And with all these changes, there's a lot of restructuring, right, in the back end. Uh, of the business and also the home. So uh, that means I'm having a lot of conversations with people, feedback calls from past clients and, and contacts, and most importantly, being very picky about how I spend my time each day. Time and energy is limited. It's just it's just the, the truth of the matter. And we have to be very respectful and very intentional how we spend it right thank you for hanging out with me today and let's talk again next week thank you for listening to the productive introvert community podcast if you're an introverted entrepreneur and you're ready to thrive in your own way then connect with me on the frankermessage.com slash content